Welcome to Ignite Your Confidence for women in leadership who want to speak up and stand out. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Here you'll get all of the tips and tools that you need to stand out with unshakable confidence. Let's dive into today's episode. Well, Teresa, I am thrilled to have you here, and especially because this is your first podcast interview, so I'm feeling very privileged to have you. And for those listening, I wanted to let everybody know I met Parisa on Clubhouse, which is my new and latest obsession, and what really drew me to her was her energy. I love working with people that have passion and warmth and are just generally really good people, but also doing amazing things in the world. And when we had that conversation about how your passion just organically moved into this huge following, it just really drew me in. So I'd love for the, the audience to hear more from you. And of course, we're going to have some more questions and things that we talk about, but tell us about you and what you want the listeners to know. Thank you so much, Karen, for this wonderful introduction and uh, for this opportunity and uh, really, I am so grateful for us to meet because I love your energy as well. It is so wholesome and so contagious and so welcoming. So I feel this is going to be a long-term relationship. And um, a little bit about me is that I am an avant-garde book blogger and content creator. And I do weekly flash book reviews, primarily on Instagram and TikTok. And I do it with a little bit of glam and my personal panache. People who know me know that I am a bit eccentric and that shows from, you know, just who I am, what I wear, what I do and whatnot. And so I guess that is my signature. I am also an entrepreneur and I have an online shop which sells book novelty items. So that is me in a nutshell. I love it. Well, let's start about your story because I know that your passion really became this incredible following on Instagram. And I'd love to know how that happened and how that has affected your confidence because obviously people listening to this are focused on igniting theirs as well. Yes, so my story um, is, is such that I feel a lot of women in particular can resonate with it because I'm in my midlife uh, phase in life and earlier on, I got married and I had kids and my husband and I made a decision where he would focus on his career and I would really, really focus on the kids instead of us both kind of juggling everything together like career and kids and family. And I'm so grateful and feel blessed that we had that opportunity where, you know, I was able to stay at home. And so that that is a blessing too. So, uh, you know, fast forward 20 years, and my kids are self-reliant, thank God. <laughs> I still have a nine-year-old, but, you know, she's, she's starting to become on cruise control. And now, you know, I really am able to materialize my passion of 
not only reading, but sharing about reading on a global platform and putting content out and having a dialogue with an audience that also resonates. And it has, it's a journey. It's definitely not a destination, a work in progress, always learning because with social media, oh my goodness, Karen, you can also, uh, you know, vouch for this. We, we met on Clubhouse, which was, literally like not too long ago. So it is always evolving. And with that, I am also evolving and uh, putting out more content. Well, I love that. And what would you say if you could think about, think about women listening to this in particular that have some insecurities around putting themselves out there in the world. And particularly most of my audience is over 40. What would you say to a woman who is hesitant about that? Well, I can surely say that I understand because it is not easy. You um, are very, very vulnerable, right? And it's not just going into a party and talking to 10 people. It's putting yourself out there globally. So what I would uh, suggest, recommend is just taking baby steps. First, you know, you don't have to really put out like an elaborate profile and start uh, you know, taking very drastic measures and, you know, doing a lot of things. You can take it slowly, introduce yourself, meet people. And as you learn the ropes, you, you become more and more advanced and more confident in it. But I would highly advise to dapple in it because, you know, just not being on social media is fine. I totally respect that. But so much now is on like digital information, right? I mean, take online banking, online shopping, everything sadly is online. And I tell my own parents this, like, please, I mean, I know you love to write checks and put a stamp on the envelope, but do it for the environment, like we're, we're progressing. So guys, and, and we're all progressing together. It's not like others are ahead of us and we're completely uh, you know, stalling. We're all in it together. One thing I've really learned on social media is that being imperfect and being transparent and authentic is loved mm -hmm. because people learn from you. People really connect with you that way instead of having a picture perfect ambiance all the time. Well, exactly. I was going to say that that's one of the things that I learned too. When I, I hired an amazing social media agency to help me elevate my brand when I was starting out in the online space. And then after a couple of months, you know, I had a friend that challenged me and she said, it's so perfect, Karen. And what people love about you is that you're raw and relatable and approachable. And she really invited me to start showing more of my personality rather than the perfect pictures. And I just love the fact that you mentioned earlier, I can't remember now if you use the exact word quirky or not, maybe somebody else used that today, but you've got this wonderful way about you that's unique. And I'd love to hear for what you do in your brand, how do you make that stand out or, or how do you actually stand in your power around that, that you really own it and thinking about encouraging other women to do the same. Any advice on Absolutely. that? Absolutely. So that, I think it's very, very important to have your own style, right? Just like when somebody cooks a dish, it, it's the same recipe, 
but it's like there's a difference in everyone's hand who cooks that apple pie or that curry or that soup. And I think it is imperative for everyone to try to have their own signature style because that is what stands out. If everybody was the same, then you know what's fun in that. Uh, you 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 need to find that inner flavor of yourself and it takes time. It can take a lifetime really. And to really hone in on that uh, is a work in progress. For me particularly, those who know me know I'm completely extra. You know, I'm the one who is usually overdressed, uh, loud dressing. Uh, I, I'm not loud vocally, but my dressing is quite eccentric just because I feel like that is my way of self-expression. And, you know, there are a lot of bibliophiles out there. There are a lot of people who do book reviews and whatnot. And there is like this stereotypical uh, image of a book nerd, right? You wearing glasses and, you know, unkempt or, which is sad. We should not, we should not judge uh, anybody. But I feel like that sets me apart because if you check out my accounts, you know, I'll be doing a book review and like big statement um, earrings or jewelry, or I'll have my hair up a certain way or completely, uh, you know, unexpected stuff. And I like that. And I think my audience has now uh, enjoyed uh, seeing that too. Well, I love that. And the unexpected is so powerful when you think about it from even a marketing perspective. What I love about you, Parisa, is that you are so authentic and true to yourself. You didn't set out to say, oh, I want to get X amount of followers on Instagram, so I'm going to do this thing and manufacture something. You really are being your 100% true self. And I think that's such a good reminder to tell everybody, too, that the best version of ourselves is the best thing that we can put out there in the world. So I want to go back for a moment and talk about when you did first start doing this. And can you tell us a little bit about the process or drop us into a moment perhaps of how, because so many people do set out to try to reach a certain amount of followings or followers, but I feel like you just really listened to your heart and did what you were passionate about. And then, then things just happened. Yes. So I wondered if you could speak to that a little bit. Absolutely. And that is a great point that you uh, mentioned, Karen, because I think nowadays, especially people are fixated on followers and, you know, it, it, um, it really deviates from the main focus. And that is really uh, amplifying your passion and calling. The biggest thing is that one should not be concerned about the following. Because if you are passionate about what you want to share, that following is going to happen, right? It's just like the famous adage that don't run after money, otherwise money is going to run after you or, you know, away from you, right? Right. So it's the same concept. If you do something with passion and transparency and hard work, it is all going to happen, even if you don't want it. Uh, there are people out there that are just doing stuff and they had zero expectations. And, you know, within a year, they have completely exploded on the social media front. 
And so it's because they did something, they, they did it consistently, they did it authentically and without any expectations. And, and for those who want to use their audience on social media and monetize it, I would say that it is a work in progress. I think first one has to build a brand. One must build, you know, an audience. You have to get that credibility. You have to get uh, valid, right, by your audience. And then once that happens, then you know there is a niche, there is a target audience. And then slowly and gradually, there are no shortcuts, sadly. Right. Where isn't that the yeah. truth? Yes, especially for things you want to really proliferate and to just flourish. There sadly is no shortcut. So you just have to do it with no expectation and, and do it with a lot of love. Oh, that's so great. My, my <laughs> phrase this year is explosions of love. Oh, I, I really believe that I mean, we're on the same page that if we do things with love and that is the route, we can't go wrong. And I would add to loving yourself, loving yourself enough to be true to who you are. And when we are the best versions of ourselves, that's when things really flourish. And I, I know a lot of people in my audience struggle with self-doubt and that's a big part of what I work toward helping women transform. And I'm curious to know, if you have an example where you may have had some doubt and how you overcame that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for one, my kids keep me very, very grounded and humble. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I think whenever one tries new things, you have those people who will put things in perspective and be like, what, you're going to do that? You know, this is going to go wrong and that is going to go wrong. Um, so I think you have to have confidence in yourself and you have to say, you know what, thank you for your advice. I have it. I know about it, but I'm still going to do this. Mm -hmm. And you have to take the plunge. You have to you're here today, you're gone tomorrow. Why not? Right? Yeah, so good. So, yeah, so uh, I, I feel like just being mindful. And I always reflect on and I, this might be taken the wrong way. But on my deathbed, I want to look back and be like, you know, I'm so glad I did that. Oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. I don't want it to be like a boring. I wish I could have done that. I wish I did do that. Right. Even if things go bad, they go bad. Right. But at least you have that experience and you can laugh about it. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? You can laugh after the fact, like sometimes it's months later because I've been in situations where I thought, oh, my gosh, my world is falling apart. And then sometimes even a week later, it's so much better. Yes, yes. So that's a good reminder. What about in the spirit of thinking about, I don't know, just taking risks and making mistakes and learning from them. What is the biggest mistake you made and how did you recover? That is also a great uh, question. I think being introverted and not uh, you know, pushing, uh, pushing away from it was the biggest mistake. Uh, I wish I 
you know, accepted the fact that I was an introvert and then tried to change that sooner. Because, you know, if I'm going to fight back, I, I, I don't want to say fight back, but if I want to certainly change that thing about me, I would, I wish I had started sooner because it would have gotten the party started sooner, right? <laughs> so, um, and the way I have recovered that is, you know, I am putting myself out there without really thinking about what will happen, uh, go, getting onto Clubhouse, getting onto social media, doing trends. Uh, you know, those are things we, I personally, and I think, you know, others who feel that they are in a more mature category think twice because, you know, we have kids or we'll be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm too old for this. I just say do it because things are evolving and why put yourself in a box? Uh, I don't think you're ever too old to start new things. I started this entire social media business after my 40s. And uh, I have an audience much bigger now than I did when I was much younger. So I don't think age or the phase of life you're in matters. It really matters what is your message and how real is it? How passionate are you about it? Yeah, I think that's such a good point. And it, it's so funny. I mean, we're all, we all look at things differently because not, maybe for me, not having kids, I just felt like, well, people talk about, oh, like midlife and doing things after 40 or 50. And I mean, I quit my job last year and I'm 53. It, like it never occurred to me. I don't think of myself as having an age. I just think of, oh, what am I going to do next? And frankly, I feel like I'm just beginning. So I do think that, and, and the more aware I am of other people in my age bracket per se, who don't think that they can do things or just like you're speaking of, I, I sometimes, I think sometimes I'm in my own bubble around, like there's so many possibilities. How could you not think that way? And maybe that's what also attracted Yay. us to each other. But to think about any, anybody that's listening, does it, like you said, it doesn't matter what age, if you want to create something, go do it. Absolutely. Really, there's nothing holding us back. Absolutely. Well, is there anything that you would like to share with the audience before we start wrapping up here? Any words of wisdom or advice? Uh, just, you know, live and let live, be positive, aim for the stars so you can land on the moon. And, you know, just really enjoy the present moment that you have, because in retrospect, what may seem like a bad day may not be so bad at all. And, you know, when we look at things uh, later on, they're really not that severe as much as we take them. And at the end of the day, we are just a little speck of salt in the big grand scheme of things. So don't take it so hard, have fun, enjoy, and be a positive soul. <laughs> I love that. I, I absolutely 100% agree. Oh. Well, tell us where we can find you. What's the best way to reach you? Uh, thank you, Karen. So I am on Instagram and my handle is at books with Parisa. And I am also on TikTok 
which is parisa.mk. All of my handles have Parisa in it in some shape or form. And um, I'm also on Clubhouse. Again, that's parisa.mk. You can email me. Uh, and all of my information is on Instagram. So if you I'll have a panache or if a penchant for, you know, being eccentric and whatnot, you will enjoy that uh, when you come on my social media platforms, along with some books and random stuff about life, family, and just being a free spirit. Well, I'd say that that's one of the things that I love most about watching you. You're, you're just, you make it fun. <laughs> you do. It's, it's inspiring. It's not just inspiring, but it's interesting. <laughs> so I can see why people are so drawn to you, as was I. So one last question for you before we wrap up. What is one thing, this is totally random and I didn't prepare you for this at all, but what is one thing that you never leave home without? One thing I never leave home without my phone. <laughs> Gosh, that, that seems so generic, but my phone has everything in it, Karen. And I also have a book with me, usually. Okay. Physical book. So if I'm allowed two things, I would say my phone, because my phone has everything on there. My notes, my, my you know, uh, messages and that's where I'm reached but then I also have a physical book which my techie husband always tries to uh, get me out of carrying but I just love the physical book because in case I don't have my phone or wi-fi or kindle isn't working I just love that physical book where I can read it uh, no matter where I am so those are the two things that I love do it without. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today with us, Parisa, and look forward to continuing to follow you and have a great relationship. Oh, thank you so much, Karen. I am so happy you are here on this journey with me. All right. Me too. And that's a wrap of another episode of Ignite Your Confidence. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Thank you so much for listening. If you love today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps other people find the podcast faster, and it certainly helps me. If you're interested in more tips and tools around confidence, please join me over in my Facebook group called Ignite Your Confidence with Karen Laus. Remember, you too can stand out with unshakable confidence. <laughs>